The Lapsed Traffic Podcast has brought you over 300 shows, driver and media interviews, awesome stories and entertainment, and one of the coolest fantasy leagues around. Get ready for another exciting season. Sit back, relax, and try not to get lapped. Now, here is your host, the Professor. What is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 306 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Ooh, well, that was an uh, interesting weekend of racing and interesting, uh, in my eyes, that's not necessarily good, not necessarily bad. It could be, but interesting is interesting. And we're going to get into all that here just a bit. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Very low-key weekend for us. Uh, did a lot of cooking, as you guys know I like to do. Did a traditional, from-scratch, Midwest-style, homemade fish and chips on Friday, which was awesome. Saturday, took Alden to see the Easter Bunny, which was awesome. Little guy did so good. And uh, Sunday, did some pork chops. I bought a potato ricer. Oh, my God. Makes the difference for for uh, mashed potatoes, so you know more pureed style. Absolutely amazing. I am going to give a plug to a, a non-sponsor. If they ever wanted to become a sponsor, I would be happy to have them. Delicious does powdered seasonings, uh, which are amazing, and they have a ranch powdered seasoning that uh, sprinkle that in with some mashed potatoes, sour cream, heavy whipping cream gobs of butter and salt and you've got just the best damn mashed potatoes pureed mashed potatoes in the world so uh, there's that this week's going to be busy uh lindsey's birthday is on thursday don't tell anyone but it's her last birthday in her 30 so uh you know that's hush hush and yeah so that's what's going on over here last week didn't do a show it was nice to take a week off and be a guest on another show blowing the doors off with uh sherwin and uh brett had a lot of fun doing that and did Twitter Spaces Friday night with Brian Newdorf. I'll be honest, it was a good time, had fun. For whatever reason, I was only able to share mic access to, to Brian. Last two weeks, no issues, was able to give mic access to everybody else and, and get comments and feedback and hopefully... We'll be able to do that this week with Aaron. So be on the lookout later in the week to uh, catch that and come hang out with us for a little bit. And the week before, had a great time with Dan Wetzel, Mark McMillian. Had a had a blast doing a show that was, uh, you know, football and NASCAR related. But, hey, that's okay because I love that. I know most of you guys do, too. Hope you enjoyed that one. Tonight, though, what's coming up? Well... How about our truck winner from Atlanta? Christian Eckes is going to be on here in just a minute. Uh, we've got just a lot to dive into from Atlanta. Uh, got your feedback from Atlanta as well. Social media shout outs. We've got catching up with lap traffic part four from race five. Yes, I knew that wouldn't uh, you know, be able to hold through uh, number for number there, but when you take a week off, that'll happen. So, And then, of course, Lap Traffic Fantasy to close things out. So that's what we got lined up for you guys tonight. Sit back, relax, and uh, here's Christian Eckes. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his third appearance on the show. He is currently first in points and picked up the win this past weekend at the FR8 208 in Atlanta. He's the driver of the number 19 Napa Auto Care Chevy. Welcome back, Christian Eckes. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming on. So your last time on the show was episode 217. Tonight is 306. It's been a minute. Some things have changed over the years, eh? Yeah, that's to say the least. Uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been kind of a whirlwind couple of years, but uh, I'm really happy to have landed here with McAnally Hilgeman Racing, and yeah, I'm literally looking forward to what the future has to hold. Absolutely. Well, man, let's dive right into it. Uh, huge win. Congrats on the win. Walk us through the, the wild overtime restart. You started fourth in the race, ran up front all day, uh, you know, but, but take us through your vantage point of uh, this past weekend at Atlanta. Yeah, uh, to be honest, it was 
uh, not a great race at times. You know, obviously we started off really well, winning stage one um, and doing everything we needed to do. Um, but we just lost track position and it was impossible to get back through the field, it felt like. So, um, yeah, just got in position there at the end. I sped on pit road, tried to throw more track position away and uh, really just got lucky, um, to say the least. Uh, but, yeah, no, super, super happy to get a win. You know, the first of the year, first of, uh, you know, the entire program for Mackinac Hillgun Racing. So um, it's great to see. And, yeah, just looking forward to the rest of the year, like I said. So talk about that, because obviously, uh, from the owner's perspective, they've got to be ecstatic, thrilled, uh, and and you as the driver to to be the one to be able to say, hey, I got that first win for you guys. Um, You know, can talk a little bit about that partnership and, and, you know, how you you landed in the 19. Yeah, so I wasn't really sure what was going to go down with um, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Thor Sport. I knew some changes were possibly going to happen. Um, really wasn't sure what those changes were yet, but uh, kind of didn't get an answer. Heard some rumors, heard some more rumors, and then uh, eventually got to the point where I went up there and, and tried to figure it out and got an answer. And luckily, uh, Bill McAnally actually texted me. I guess it would have been, when would it have been? Last week in November, okay. and I was going to, I was going to uh, Thorsport the next week uh, to try to get an answer, and I got the answer I really wasn't looking for. So sure. uh, I said I texted Bill back and you know, got a plan together, and uh, here we are today. But it all came together within a couple of days, and the timing was uh, super fortunate to say the least. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, you know, glad things worked out the way they were supposed to for sure. Um, I want to touch back on Atlanta. Uh, a lot of debate right now, uh, especially on social media, about Atlanta, the, 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 the track, the reconfiguration, all of that. Uh, we saw 11 cautions for 58 laps um, uh, in the truck race. You've raced the old and now the new Atlanta. You know, what, what were your thoughts uh, in terms of, you know, the, the racing itself for you? Um, well... I felt like the racing was, was pretty awful until about, honestly, 20 to go. Um, every time I tried to make passes, that's why I said track position was so key. Sure. Uh, nobody could go with me and, you know, the racing, it was just, it was treacherous. I mean, it was a risk every time you went to the bottom because you just lose, uh, lose positioning. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't great, but at the end I felt like it was okay. Like you could do things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a glorified speedway and, it uh, is definitely pretty tough to, to be able to do anything. What do you, is, is there something you think they could do, whether in terms of uh, to the truck, uh, you know, is there anything that they could do to help make the racing a little bit better, uh, you know, for, for the truck series at Atlanta? I don't know. I mean, obviously the restrictor plate racing uh, there is, is an interesting concept. Sure. Um, I'd like to see what it's like without the plates on them um, just to see if there's any difference, but I think it'd just be a faster uh, version of it. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, to get a real read on it. Um, yeah, that's, that's about that's it. About- there's, there's <laughs> that. You got a trophy. That's the important piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, if, we're, if we're being honest, the, the, the race is pretty miserable for most of it, but we got a trophy at the end and that's, uh, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Coda this weekend, first trip out there. Uh, you had some issues with the truck, but last year, sixth place finish. Um, are you excited to get back there with the new team? Are you excited for some of the road course races in the truck series this season? Yeah, I've actually grown pretty fond of, of road course racing and feel like I've gotten way better at it. Uh, I'm still not where I need to be in my opinion, but, um, I've definitely improved at it and you know, made some strides towards you know getting better. So, yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is as long as I can keep improving and, uh, you know, have a good run this weekend, that's, that's going to be crucial for us with leading the points after the regular season championship. Um, that's, uh, something we need to do. So we'll see that to ha- we'll see what happens, but overall just really excited to get back to the racetrack. 
Sure. No, absolutely. And then in a couple of weeks, we're going dirt racing. And that's another one of those tracks where uh, kind of like Atlanta, you know, people either love or hate uh, the racing. It's there's there's not much in between there. Um, I feel like last year, the, the, the racing across all three series was a little bit better because uh, we didn't have torrential downpour for, I think, five days leading up into it and that weekend. Um, are you are you looking forward to going back dirt racing at Bristol? Uh, yeah, I mean, I finished fifth there last year, but we probably shouldn't have ran there. So I don't know. I mean, we always had really fast trucks when I was with Thor Sport on dirt and uh, I'm sure it'll translate to GMS or GMS McAnally uh, Alliance as well. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much all I got to say for, for that. I think the road course stuff, I've maybe gotten a little bit better than dirt racing for sure, but, sure. uh, we'll see. Um, you've got a very cool sponsor in Napa, you know, their, their name, their logo, very recognizable within the sport and the fan base. Uh, it's a product that the fans can actually go and purchase something directly from them. Uh, what's it been like working with them? Um, have you gotten to do any cool things with a sponsor like Napa? It's been a blast so far for sure. Um, you know, it's really cool to be able to, you know, meet new people every week and, uh, meet employees, meet associates, um, and everybody coming out to the racetrack is super excited to to see it. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun for sure. Um, you know, obviously it's a it's a really cool sponsor to have. So um, very fortunate. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's 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 really cool that they were uh, able to move over into the truck series and, and with you, which is which is sweet. Um, Christian, tell everybody where they can follow you at on social media. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, um, I think Facebook. I don't know. It's just my Instagram that. That translates to Facebook. Um, it's just my name, Christian Eckes, and that's about it, man. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Hopefully it's not another 100 episodes or so before you're back on. Maybe we'll talk after another win this year, which I'm sure will happen. Um, congrats again, and best of luck this weekend at Coda. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate man. It. Take care. We'll see you. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, Christian Eckes there. Great to have him back on the show and uh, talking about celebrating a victory. I love, just love when that works out that way. Uh, sometimes it's it's planned where, you know, I reach out to the winner uh, after race weekend and I'm able to line things up. But this one was scheduled last week, so that's pretty cool. So I must be some good luck for Christian Eckes. And, you know, if he gets on a, on a dry spout, uh, you know, he might just have to come back on or have him scheduled to come back on so that he goes out and wins the next weekend. So there's that. Um, I, do, I have to go back and touch upon the the number of cautions uh, and the caution laps uh, at the truck race Saturday afternoon. Um, I've, I've gone on these rants before, so I'd be remiss if I didn't do it again because I think it's important because of the fact it's just too damn many um 58 laps 42 percent of the race run under yellow you back out to 10 laps for the stage breaks okay that drops us to 48 takes us to 35 percent what's the sweet spot right because you know obviously you know you, you it's an inevitability we're gonna have some yellows i mean the last time a race ran caution free uh granted if we didn't have the stage cautions it would um you know we'd be able to have a different stat in terms of the last time a race ran caution free um but i i, I think that we we have to separate the stage breaks it's just they they're there they happen um you know when I look at the Xfinity race here, right? Okay, the Xfinity race had uh, 12 cautions for 68 laps, okay? However, they ran 163 laps versus the truck series that ran, let's see here, doing this as I'm talking, truck series ran 137 laps, 210 miles versus the Xfinity race, which was... 251 i mean there's just such a, there, there is a gap there and even 12 rate 12 cautions for 68 laps in the xfinity race that's too many as well that's too big of a percentage so do we tie that back to kyle bush's statement stating that 
No one's got respect for each other out there on on the on the track anymore. I mean, I, I saw a lot of shade thrown at Kyle. You know, like oh, he's one to talk kind of thing. Um, but I, I think Kyle took care of him, took care of things, and does take care of things. There may be a single car incident. He may bump someone out of the way, but I mean. Look at what happened in the cup race, you know, uh, Ross Chastain, Kevin Harvick. Granted, you know, he really didn't get to him, but he definitely was pushing, took that air out. I mean, that's speedway racing, though, right? You know, if that if that's at, you know, Kansas, uh, you know, that that's probably a not going to happen Two, you know, they're they're not going to be racing like that at that point in time in the track or in the race. And it's it's just a different ball game. So you have to just. You know, throw caution to the wind as I'm talking about cautions here. And I, I just I don't know what the solution is. I mean, you had a truck race go two hours, 17 minutes. My solution is not advantageous from a TV time perspective, but I think it in the perfect world is the way to go about it. And it's it's it, there's the lesser of two evils in my per in Brandon's lap traffic perfect world. We're not counting caution laps towards the race total of laps. I mean, I think that's what a lot of people would prefer. But that two-hour, 17-minute truck race, you know, now we're getting three hours on a truck race, which, you know, that's that's unrealistic. Now, break that down. What are some options around that? Well, maybe we just don't count the caution uh, laps at the stage breaks to me that makes the most sense okay fine we've always counted caution laps during any caution in nascar fine okay i can accept that i can get behind that however we have manufactured cautions now and are creating breaks which i again i get i can get behind that that concept as well uh, but maybe if we stopped counting those, uh, you know, we, we're not going to go from a two hour and 17 minute race to a three hour race. If we don't count all of them, you know, let's just not count the ones that we're creating ourselves. You know, is that the lesser of two evils there? You know, I, I think that's realistic. It doesn't that wouldn't have added too much. Actually, it wouldn't have added any TV time. It actually would have cut back TV time, I think, a little bit there. Um, but, yeah, I just I. I know I've asked you guys that before. It just kills me to see that, and it, it it's mind-boggling to me, you know. And, and what where's the root of the problem? Is it what Kyle Busch said? Uh, is it just a product of today's racing? Is it a product of younger car or younger drivers out there? Uh, but man, it, it was it was crazy out there all weekend. All right, the rant rant over. Uh, over to the Xfinity race where Austin Hill. Uh, is is getting dangerous out there, guys? Picking up third, his third win out of five races of the season. Uh, but but the talk of the town is is Josh Williams with the hold my beer moment of the 2023 NASCAR season. Yes, I had to create some kind of drop because it's it's that worthy of a drop. I mean, to get parked by NASCAR. And just to literally park it at the start finish line, I, I love everything about it because um, I, I think it, I mean, we all have our opinions on the caution clock thing and, and all of that. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the penalty is for this. I love that Denny Hamlin during the race was like, I'm paying it. What I love about this is whether it's good or bad. Uh, this is somebody that that's now being talked about in the headlines of NASCAR that wouldn't be. Who knows? This may throw some sponsor dollars his way. It could be a huge defining moment in his career. Uh, one way or another, we're all going to look back and go, hey, I mean, there, there's some key moments that we talk about, right? Like when the guy stole the pace car during pre-race ceremonies at Talladega, right? That's something no, we're, ne we're never going to forget about that. It's brought up, you know, and, you know, clips during rain delays, things, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, this is going to be one of those moments that we're not going to forget, which is awesome. And it, like I said, it could be something that turns into a positive for him. You know, uh, some sponsor may see that, may love that edgy attitude and the character about that. And it, it could it could be amazing for him or, we, you know, he may never race again. Who, know, who knows? Uh, but. 
you know, you want to talk about ending time to a race and extending cautions. Well, if I just didn't, you know, give the most hypocritical comment based on the rant, I just went on for the truck race. But uh, I tell you, I, I just I thought that was incredible. Uh, and again, good, bad or indifferent. Um, it's bringing attention to the sport and, um, you know, in a humorous way, in my opinion, nobody got hurt. And he just parked the car and, uh, you know, walked across the infield. I mean, that that's just, again, it, it was legendary. Uh, there's there's no doubt about that. Okay, over to the Cup Series. Joey Logano picked up the win. You know, I know there were a lot of people rooting for Kozlowski to go get that first win in the six and, and for uh, RFK, as well as Corey LaJoy. And that would have really made things interesting come the playoffs. And, yes, I, I'm i talking playoffs five races in because we're, we're just all, you know, looking to see, you know, can we keep that parity up that we had last year, which was awesome. Uh, everybody got a little piece of the pie. Everybody had some fun. And, you know, I think it's a different it's a different season. And I, I say that because that's kind of what sparked my, my question, my tweet to you guys after the race, you know, whether you wanted to comment on the Atlanta track itself uh, or where are you at five races into the NASCAR season. And, and let's hear what some of you guys had to say. Eric at T super speedway might be in the minority, but I think this is possibly my favorite track in NASCAR right now. I don't want to see them do this to another track like Texas, but I like it for Atlanta. Uh, Beer and Speedway, it's definitely in my top five. It's kind of like the Bristol of Super Speedways. The laps happen so quickly, there's not as much time to develop a move. Uh, Jason at J.A. Stone 29. Yes, we know Ross didn't touch Kevin. A quote comes to mind from Kevin 2018. I think an inexperienced driver in a fast car. Another one comes to mind from the beginning of the year. Not an exact quote, but something like any old or new grudges better get handled early. Uh, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Xfinity and trucks were a bleep show. Josh Williams made for some great TV. Still not a fan at New Atlanta. I say give them their normal intermediate packages and see how they run instead of doing this 550 crap. Finally, putting in uh, or pitting in turn three is dumb ran over. I didn't even touch upon that. I thought that was absolutely obnoxious. I, I think that added to the to the lack of, of the race, if you will. Uh, the, the mere fact that you were basically going two laps down uh, to pit under green, uh, you know, you want to create that, that even playing field to a degree, in my opinion, of, you know, allowing teams to cycle through a green flag pit stop. I know a caution will happen, um, you know, but if, if that didn't happen, you know, your day's over uh, two laps down potentially, uh, if you pit under green, yellow comes out before the field cycles through there. And it just seemed very, very unnecessary there. My rant, my second rant of the day, 23 minutes into the show, uh, is over. EJ at the real EG Gold uh, didn't catch the Xfinity race, but trucks and cup delivered in the end. I'm a serial napper, so I'm pretty cool with a dull second stage. I <laughs> love that. Man, what I wouldn't give to just take a snooze on the couch with the race, fade in, fade out a little bit. Absolutely. Scott at 1985 Wagner. Doesn't seem like much changed other than how the track is banked. Only interesting thing was watching the pylon during the green flag pit stops. They should start timing them in turn four like it was originally, but make them be on the apron to enter the pits in turn three. Um, let's see. My, my takeaway, five races into the season, it's different than last year with the same car. And I think it's going to continue to feel different all the way through April. Um, we just don't have some some repeat tracks, repeat style of tracks, you know. Um, we we had it Daytona, obviously, to kick things off. Then it was out west uh, with with three very different tracks. Uh, come back to Atlanta, you know, it's super speedway, but not. Now we're going to our first road course of the weekend. 
Then it's Richmond, which people have been complaining about Richmond for a while. I think Richmond's going to run very much kind of like we saw at Phoenix. Then it's to Bristol Dirt, which is another oddballer, which you're either going to love or you're going to hate. Then we get to Martinsville, which that's going to be our first true test at the short track. Um, Then it's back to Super Speedway Talladega. Uh, Then it's April 30th. We're at the Monster Mile on Concrete. Not until May 7th that we're back at a mile and a half at Kansas. Then it's Darlington, you know, so, um, which is weird because last year's schedule was the same way. Uh, I think because of the new car, I think the parody, um, you know, it's just a very different feeling for me this year. And I think it's going to be a while before we're all settled in. And I, the only, you know, it's, it's the same car racing on the track, but, uh, I don't know. It just, just feels a little, a little different to me, uh, you know, by by all standards, you know, the couple changes they make should be making things better. And uh, I just I don't I don't see us there yet. So, uh, you know, if you're listening, you're the type that's going to be tuning in just like I am. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just have to uh, wait and see, as they say, uh, you know, which I hate using cliches like that, but it's it's. It is what it is, which is another cliche that I hate using. Okay. Uh, how about a little lap traffic social media? Make sure you check out the you website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review, tell your friends, all that good stuff. You can listen to the show on iTunes, Podbean, or your favorite hosting site. Don't forget about the giveaway, Finally Eclipsed. We finally passed 7,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, you know, I think we've got about 95 or so to go, and I've got a lap traffic NBC prize pack to give away. Thank you for all of the retweets and all of that good stuff. Make sure you're following at Atlanta Racing and at the Throwback Brand. We do a bunch of joint giveaways throughout the season, so make sure you're checking them out as well. We do have some new followers. Joshua the Prophet at Mitzi Joshua, big NASCAR fan, was at Atlanta this weekend. Saw a great video with him and Chris Rice, which was awesome. Uh, Harmon Schmitz at Harmon underscore six underscore fan, guessing a Kozlowski fan and also an NFL fan. Uh, Chris H at uh, Haggy Baby 14, a USMC vet. Thank you for your service, sir, and a NASCAR fan. Shane at Big Daddy Shane 46, a Ford Racing fan, and Philip Sapero Jr. at Philip 012561, NASCAR Boyer fan, and a Navy vet. Thank you for your service as well. Don't forget about the store and the website, thelivetrafficpodcast.com. I've got free stickers and koozies. All you have to do is either DM me, fill out the contact page, what have you, and I will send those out to you for free. All right. Uh, As I mentioned, this is normally when the old weather segment would be firing up, but uh, you can catch Aaron Studwell this week with me on Twitter Spaces. Uh, probably Thursday or Friday. Be on the lookout for some info on social media, Twitter, and all that good stuff for dates and times. Uh, but right now, it is time for catching up with Lap Traffic. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. It's been a minute since he's been on, but he's back, and we're going to catch up with him and hear all about his seven-hour venture to and from Atlanta. You can follow him on Twitter at stormnb 81 Welcome back, Brian. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Hanging in there and uh, excited to uh, get to chat with you because I think it's uh, it's been a minute. I know you were on for the uh, countdown to episode 300, but uh, glad to have you back. Oh, yeah. Glad to be back. Absolutely. All right. So let's, um, let's start. Uh, where does Brian call home? Rockledge, Florida. There we Just go. Just south for, for your listeners who don't know. Just south of Cocoa, Cocoa Beach area. Okay, cool. And and I mean, seven hours, that's the drive. Um, mm-hmm. Where where'd you stay? So we, well, we, we left here at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. We were staying at the Holiday Inn and Express in Griffin. Okay. Literally like just under nine miles to the track on whatever that main strip is. Okay. Before you get you turn into Terror Place, which is the track. Yeah. So which was good because leaving it was just take a right, and drive and a few drive a few miles down the road, and, and you're good to at go. the hotel to sleep some, and then jumped in the car, 
about 6 a.m. this morning, which, hold on, about 5.45, because I was like, I want to leave by 6. Listen to this. So it was 23 degrees this morning in uh, Griffin, Georgia, Hampton, Georgia, that area right there. The hotel had the sprinklers on. My car was ice. Now, oh. of course, I live in Florida. I don't have a... a a, a scraper, <laughs> so I just had to turn on the heat and be like, "All right, come on into thaw, you know, right, let's go." Right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Who has the who has the water sprinklers on when it's 23 degrees out? Come right. on!" I'm now. surprised it was water even to flow through the pipes, man. That's, yeah, uh, you know, well, it was apparently it was like in the 60s, 70s last week. Oh, fair enough. Okay, I'm like, we gotta yeah. get our sprinkler system blown out, you know, each year because of that nonsense. But, um, but yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar with the area. Uh, I went to Atlanta uh, a couple years ago with, um, with Sherwin and had a great grand old time there. And I would say that, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool area. You know, there, it's, it's some country-ish, but there's, there's some stuff to do in and around the track, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So, so this time we're just in and out, you know. In the day before, well, we did we did go to the Xfinity race, or if you want to call it a race, on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, when we got it, we got in. I, I got the tickets. We went in. I we sat down just to see the overtime finish of the truck race. So we got to see okay. two laps of the truck race. Okay. <laughs> and and then we watched the Xfinity race. That's cool. Um, but last time when we went in July, which you know both extremes, you know, sweltering to freezing. Yeah. Um, we we did the whole thing. Went up to Dawsonville. Went to the pool room, all that, because everyone who follows me knows I'm a big Chase Elliott fan. So Excellent. did all that. Yeah. Very cool. Um. All right. So you 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 stayed close. Uh. You know. Did you find any cool spots to eat, or did you you know as simple as possible since it was a quick trip? As simple as possible, like. You know, breakfast at the hotel. Yep. Ate at the track. Yep. Got Hardee's because I I can't tell you when's the last time I went to Hard. I know it's been, I mean Hardee's, Carl's Jr., whatever, wherever yeah. you live in the United States and whatever you call it. Right, that's the two. Yeah. So yeah, it's so like we've rallies got, we've and checkers and all that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's crazy. Where like you you uh, you take for granted your your fast food and and some places like that, depending on. What part of the country and that's that's for sure so like, yeah, and after i get the food i saw a del taco and i'm like man i haven't been that there last time i was there was when i was in california like 20 years ago okay see we got the del like chick-fil-a is still new for me like uh oh, yeah. the fact they open one up like you know six miles from the house is um you know i go there way too much just because it's still a new fad and i think it's absolutely amazing oh and i don't know if you saw my tweet this morning stopped at bucky's the first time i ever stopped at a bucky's but yes. saw it pulled off and i walked in and i was like holy crap this is it's like the target of uh convenience stores gas stations whatever you want to call it right so i've not been to one of those but when i went to richmond i did go to my first was it wawa is that what they wawa? call it yes that was, you have a sub yeah, did I did a have a sub. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. And I also made a point to go like on my way back from the track on like Saturday night just to experience the night crowd at Awawa. <laughs> I've been told that, you know, that's an experiment or an experience in and of itself. So, you know, mm -hmm. I made sure to do that. Yeah, the Wawa here, I don't go to at nighttime. <laughs> Fair enough. It's in, it's, in, it's in one of those neighborhoods. Hey. Yep. I'm yep. just <laughs> They, they've had like stabbings there and stuff. So oh, you know wow. what? Yep. yep. I, don't go there after dark. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> Good times. Um, so what'd you think of the actual, and we'll get to the racing, uh, but what did you, you know, I know you went in July, but what did you think of the, you know, what's your take on the, the track itself facilities? Cause you've been all over the place. So yes. what, uh, so, what you think? So I love this. I, I love this track. Actually, my wife, I think, likes this better than Daytona. And for those who have been to Daytona, no, now it's not. It's not like the the stadium seats and everything else. You know, she still got the old school for those fans who've been around a while. I got the old school, you know, bleachers still. Now, what my wife loved in uh, July, what she did during the cautions is they had the cool room. So they had the room with like AC and everything. Very I cool. never seen that, so she hit that up during the caution. You know? Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, you needed the but, heat room yeah. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I will say it was forty-five. Now I got that Florida blood. I get cold easily. Sure. I took my sweatshirt off during the race. It was forty-five. Now 
here, here's what here's what was the the funny thing. Now, I don't know, maybe maybe the metals thing, sun coming up, maybe felt a little bit warmer. But as soon as you like got out of the stands, like to to go get something to eat or whatever, yeah, use the facilities. You felt it. You felt it, it. It was like, oh, I should have put my sweatshirt on before I came <laughs> back here. But sitting in the stands, it was like, it felt like it was like 65 degrees out. I'm like, I can feel the chill, but it's not like cold. I hear you. I hear that. Where, uh, so, where'd you guys sit? We were, we were in section 138, which if you haven't been, it is where the trioval goes like straight to the best you know coming to the start finish line is the best way to describe it okay all right so deal. now see i won these tickets when uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a shout out here and i know a lot of people follow him but when nascar sammy did his giveaways around christmas time i won the one these are the tickets that i won awesome great seats very cool so. nascar sammy he's doing good work out there he, he is, you know, for all the stuff he does with those autism awareness and everything else. Great kid. Well, it's, I know he's not like a kid. He's 18. But, you know, to me, he's a kid. <laughs> I hear you. Well, and speaking of doing good work, you, you, you've you been doing some work, too. You were out at Capitol Hill, uh, you know, for, for MS. Uh, I, I tried to let you talk about that on Friday on Twitter Spaces, but just wasn't yeah, working. So I, I tried so really quick. Yeah. Um, And I know a lot of people follow me. They see my pictures and everything. But. You know, went to Capitol Hill, talked to uh, Marco Rubio's. They, now they weren't there. They were. They had. They all were busy on Capitol Hill. If you've seen all what they're doing, but that's a different thing. <laughs> but talk to the talk to the aides of Marco Rubio, uh, Rick Scott, uh, my my representative, uh, Bill Posey, all that stuff. Um, and then we were with someone else, so we talked to their thing. But it was good. You know, talked to people. You know. You know, talk to them about, you know, MS and, you know, about uh, their their research and, you know, to fund because, you know, we asked for two million more dollars. Well, this year, as we did last year, you know, plus the um, airlines. Now, I know I tweeted out about this and I know it won't be long a little bit, oh, but good. the airlines and how they deal with with people with disabilities the stats is just jaw dropping of how many people are injured, how many, you know, wheelchairs and everything else are broken. And, you know, some of these people need like, you know, they get like 10, 20, $30,000. The guy that I was with had his insurance I should pay for, you know, he was lucky $30,000 wheelchair for him. You know, they broke it. They were like, sorry, you know, that's, and that's something you just don't order, you know, click on Amazon, get right, it, you right. know, two days later. Yeah. You know him, he goes, it's, it's at least if my thing gets damaged and they got to replace it, he told me six weeks to get it fixed. Wow. And so, they can't do anything at that point. You know, they're, yep, they're, they're stuck. It's like taking someone's legs, you know, yeah, picture going somewhere and you don't have your legs, you know, that's their legs basically. Yes. Um, and saw, did you hit your 10,000 goal? So I did. Awesome. So I had one guy now, you know, I, I did my, you know, I do all the, the, the crazy things while I'm fundraising. So I, I, I raffled off my hair color. Yes. So then one guy was like, you know, shave your head. And I'm like, no, no. So to be funny, I was like thousand dollar donation. I will shave my head. The guy donated a thousand dollars. That's amazing. So then he came back and said, Hey, you know, I'll match whatever. So I got like $300 of donations. Well, he, do I hit $900, $9,000 and then he donated another thousand dollars for me to hit my goal of 10,000. That's incredible. So, so, you know, awesome guy there, but yeah, raised 10,000. I think I'm at $125, which is about 3000 more than my highest ever. So, very cool. You know, I, I I do have the greatest followers on Twitter. I will argue anybody that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue that, but I'll I'll just thank your followers because because of you, I know you've gotten me a lot of followers. So I appreciate yeah. that very much. So, so when's the head shaving coming? So, so of course it's orange this month. Yes. Um, April it'll go blue, which is funny because the person picked blue which i'm going to try to do because now blue speaking of nascar sammy april is autism awareness month blue is the color so it's kind of a cool thing that the person picked blue so i'm trying to do the shade of the autism awareness why not you very know very cool very cool and then and then may will be the head shaving all right which my wife is ecstatic because her birthday is in june so my natural hair color will be back for her birthday i am trying to get it dyed for near my birthday in august However, for those of you married, you know how that's going right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool, man. Well, that's awesome. I, I love that. That's It's a great story. And I saw you got uh, 
uh, the orange cane. Now, maybe, you know, yes. the, the orange cone, you know, the, the, the account's been retired. Maybe you need to do the orange cane account. Maybe. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm trying to do? If, if I go, you know, hopefully I get to go to Washington again next year yeah. with the society and everything. Maybe I'll have the orange hair, orange cane, orange shoot. Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I will I will stand out like I did this year. Right. Uh, what's the next race you're going to? So, as of now, I think the only race we may go to is Daytona in August. If I can get the tickets on VetTix, which is another great organization, by the way. Yes. Um, but... If I do get them there, that'll be the next race. If not, next year it won't. It won't be till next year. So, but we're we're trying to decide. Like we've done Daytona, we've done Daytona a lot. Sure. You know. You want to get out there. To, you know. Now we we did Atlanta last year. Never won the tickets. You know, love that one. You know, Kansas is a great track. Probably go out there again. Okay. But try. We're trying to do. You know. Hit Darlington, like man. Darlington is the one I want to go to. You know, Dover is another one. Yeah. You know, I had tickets to Pocono a few years ago, but that got canceled because of reasons, as we all know, yes. when yes. everything I, was turned upside down. That was, I was supposed to go that year, too, for the double. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, I was so mad because I had tickets to that. Like, we, we had a whole road trip planned out. We were going there. I've never been to Yankee Stadium. I had tickets to go to Yankee Stadium. Oh and man! Then, yep. I'm like, of course. The one time I got this, and especially go to Yankee Stadium, and, right? Yeah. Right. Oh so, man, that's but crazy. It's what it is. That's crazy. All right. Well, listen, man. Thanks for uh, coming on mm -hmm. and uh, sharing the the race experience. Um, yeah. How we do? How you doing in lap traffic fantasy? Should I pull it up and look or no? <laughs> <laughs> let's see well no well let's hold see. on who did let's i see. i had austin dylan i don't think he did that bad no let's, you know let's i tried see. to do the joey logano which i had him a couple weeks and forgot about that you know that would have been good but i picked him when he won a couple weeks ago so oh i think i did or he finished Ooh. in the top three well you had dylan got you 17 you had all guyer got you eight and oh, Zane yeah. smith 31 so you had my opening weekend basically for daytona because uh, yeah yeah. All right. Yeah. That, that, that yeah, Justin all guy hurt me. That's I will stung. say one thing. I will say one thing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I've oh, been long, good. but you know, I've been an umpteen race, especially, you know, since 2014, I can tell especially multiple races a year. I can't tell you when, actually I probably can tell you it's probably, well, Daytona 2014 when Judy won. But besides that, I can't tell you when for the last 50 laps of that of the Cup race this weekend. Yeah, nobody was sitting. Like that's that's a good they, thing. But the racing was good. You know they. You know besides the the oh. Larson and you know we haven't even talked so, about the racing. So all right, let's let's get into that real quick. So, I know. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of Josh Williams? You know what'd you, what'd you think of all that? So, you know, well, now I have like headphones, like almost like the sound canceling headphones, Bluetooth for my phone. Yep. So I was able to listen to the thing. Now I was going Saturday. I was going back between the, you know, the PRN broadcast, yep. right? It's PRN. I believe this week. Yeah. PRN yep. this week. And, um, Justin Haley's radio, because it's so, if you listen to any of the NCAR radios, listening to Chris Rice is hilarious. You know, whatever, whatever driver, when Chris Rice gets on the radio's laugh, but all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm like, well, there's a car at the start finish. What did what I miss? Going on? <laughs> yeah. Because it's under caution right. and it, it, you know, it became a longer question. Then all of a sudden you just see him walking out. I'm like. Right. Did the car die? But right. he's right there at the start finish line. And why didn't he? There's no. Why didn't he go down pit road? <laughs> there's no safety crews coming. That's what threw me for a loop. And I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, and then, then, then you hear over the, the the loudspeakers, you know that well, he parked him, and he just said, "Yep." He he ran he ran out of f's to give, and yes. <laughs> and it was and 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 at this point, the you know now I don't know how well you saw it on TV, but the crowd went wild. Oh yeah, no, you could tell. Crowd yes. was into it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, the crowd definitely got into it. There's no doubt about that. Um, so, but I mean, I mean, it was good. And then, I mean, it, it was just like, and I think I was a little bit, I wasn't irritated and I wasn't rushing the race, but I'm like, all right, I've been up since early this morning. I drove all the way here. Like right, yeah. we, we, it was at a, it was at a whim. Hey, let's go to the race. 
But I knew we were in trouble when it was 7 p.m., uh-huh. you know, an hour and a half into the race, and we've only done 70 laps. Well, before that, when we were on lap 23, and we only did six laps of green, and I'm like, this is going to be one of those races. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll share a quick story with you because uh, I, I had one of those experiences myself, not at a NASCAR race, but at a, a baseball game. Uh, my, my wife and I, and two other couples, we went to Seattle for a Tigers Mariners, um, series. And this is the day that Delta had like a system wide outage to where like 70% of their flights got canceled or whatever. So we were supposed to have a direct flight from Detroit to Seattle. That flight got canceled. So they got us on a flight that was Detroit to Las Vegas, two hour layover, Las Vegas to Seattle. All right, we're still going to get there same day, no problem. Well, we're on the layover in Las Vegas, and then that flight got canceled. So they put us on the 8 a.m. Las Vegas flight out to Seattle. Fine, but we've been up since like 8 a.m. Eastern time. You know, on my asses in Las Vegas, I'm sure as hell sitting at a blackjack at a three-card table. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like three, four hours of sleep, if we're lucky, to then go to the game that went 16 innings. I threw the towel in at the 15th inning. It's like, I'm out of here. Like, I, oh. the, the the ball field is spinning. That's how tired I am. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just, and it, you know, of course it was, it was it, well, some people may not have been cold. But I got that Florida blood now. You know, I'm already from Connecticut, but that blood has long thinned out. And I'm like, it's cold. We can't even get a lap in. Like, I'm cursing the drivers out. Right, right. I'm like, Come y'all on, suck. Boys. I'm like, y'all suck. Come on. And, I'm, and I mean, I'm not meaning that any personal, but I'm yep. like, can we get a lap in, boys? Come on. It's, you know, like I said, when I, when I looked at lap 23 and only six laps of green, I'm like, can we get a green flag and maybe two? Come on. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Well, I went so, on a long I, rant about that earlier in the show about the number of caution laps, and it's yeah. like, come on, guys, let's let's get it together yeah. here. And let's and and Bob Parker said the same thing we did three up. If we didn't have all those cautions and that thing was happening with the bear bond with Josh Williams, they probably don't park them. I agree. But they were probably frustrated too. Like, can we get a lap of green here? Yep, yep, no like, doubt about it. Like I said, I was listening to uh, Justin Haley's radio, and Spotter Frankie was like. He goes, I just want to let you guys know that we've been racing an hour, over an hour and a half, seven o'clock. Oh, we still got 93 laps to go, people. <laughs> <laughs> like even he was over and he was like, my 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 hand warmer stopped working. Right? <laughs> I got the extra coat yeah. on. He's like, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Oh, all right, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing the story again. And uh you know, we'll uh, we'll be in touch soon, I'm sure. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks, brother. We'll catch you later. Everyone, go All follow right. Brian at StormandB81. We'll catch you later. C- catch you later. See ya. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Let's close this thing out with some Lap Traffic Fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Check the website if you need to see who you still have available. Right now, joining me on the line, he's no stranger to call it in because he definitely gets week high a couple times a season welcome back to the lap traffic podcast mr robert riggs what's up brother how are you oh man doing good always glad to be back on a podcast you know you're doing something right if you end up hearing a weekly call that's right man i I say uh at least a couple times a year if not more than that you uh you end up you end up knowing what to pick, so that's that's awesome. Let's see, you had uh, you had Hamlin, Hill, and Eckes for 143 points, so uh, you picked up three bonus points this weekend. And I had Cindric, Hill, and Smith for 129. I was going to go with Larson, as I mentioned on the uh, Blowing the Doors podcast off, but. I want to save him for the Bristol Dirt Race, so uh, I, I I made the the switch there for for Cindric instead of uh, Larson. So there you have it. Um, what'd you think of the racing this weekend, man? I watched the Cup race. Uh, so as we've seen the first two stages, we were running like a low wear track, and they were all in single file running. And then we get to stage three, and they decide they want to go drafting, and that's when it started getting nasty. But uh. The race wasn't too bad overall. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely a, a lull in stages one and two. And yeah, they 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 turned it up a notch there in stage three. Yeah, they started racing like the old truck drivers in Xfinity. I guess they got a little antsy on trying to get to the front a little too fast. But was about 60, 70 laps to go is when they started bunching up and when the issue started occurring. I think they realized, like, all right, the the lanes ain't moving like they normally do at Daytona or Talladega, so we're not going to be able to pick up that ground in five laps. We better go do it and start doing it now. I agree, yeah. I wasn't like waiting until the last few laps because, they were trying to do that during the stages, and they were just staying put and realized that they weren't passing. So, yeah, I think they got a little aggressive a little bit too early, but I guess you want to make your way to the front and get that clean air. That's what you got to do. That's the name of the game. Yes, sir. All right, let's hit the top ten here in standings. Currently in first place with 501 points is uh, Benton Wilson. In second with 497 is Eric McCollum. In third with 492, Matt Dombrowski. In fourth with 461, John Atwinsel all the way in Australia. In fifth with 455 is Joe Hewson. In sixth with 454, Chad Harrington. Seventh with 452 is Jeff Clock. In eighth with 451 is Eldon. In ninth with 446, Jason Dickus. Wrapping out the top 10 with 444, Kristen Hogland. Rob, man, uh, you're in 15th with 429, so you're not too far out of that top 10. Yes, sir. I made a big jump this week. Happy yeah. to see that. I've yes. been floating around that 30 to 50s all year. So I'm with you there, man. Uh, 10th to 30th, only separated by 40 points. It's still anybody's ball game out there. So keep those picks coming in on Thursday nights. Uh, bonus points. Rob, though, you are in first, though. You've got four there. Andrew you, Benton Wilson, Brad Carnes, Joe Houston, Colby McClam, Matt Dombrowski all have three. Uh, what do you say, sir? You want to do some picks? Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right. We are headed to our first road course of the year and our third trip out to Coda. Chevy and most notably HMS have won both races in the Cup Series. Toyota and Chevy have split in Xfinity. And Ford has both win in the Truck Series. If that helps you in choosing your drivers for this week, with our current road course winner, ringer Chase Elliott out, that might open the door for someone to take advantage this weekend. Who can pick up some momentum? Who takes home the checkers? We'll find out this weekend. But first, it's time for our picks. All right, Rob, who you going with in the Truck Series? Truck Series, I'm going to go with Hoskovar. Hoskovar, I like that. I'm going to go with the 99 of Ben Rhodes this weekend. All right, over to the Xfinity Series, sir. Who are you rolling with? Sam Mayer. Sam, oh, I like that pick. Um, I am penciling in. John Hunter Nemechek this week for the Truck Series. Or, I'm sorry, for the Cup Xfinity. Man, I can talk. Uh, all right. The Cup Series. Big Dance Sunday at Coda. Who are you going with? Going with old Ringer Dinger, A.J. Allmendinger. Yes, sir. I love that. I'm torn between him and Alex Bowman, uh, but I put Alex Bowman down. So um, we'll see if HMS can make it three in a row like they started off the season. Uh, so that was my logic there. So that's, uh, that's where we're going. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, thanks for calling in. Best of luck to you, and uh, we'll catch you soon. You too. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man. We'll see ya. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. A little short show tonight, but that's all right. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 306 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. Huge thanks to Christian Eckes, Brian LaFell, Robert Riggs for calling into the show tonight. Don't forget about the giveaway, and we'll see what we can get rolling for next week. Don't get caught. Jason the Lucky Dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya.